Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. We continue learning Perkiavot, Ethics of the Fathers, and we're in chapter 5, Mishnah 16, where it says that there are four types of donors to charity. One who wishes to give himself but wants others not to give. He begrudges others. Then there's the second one that says that others should give but that he should not give. He begrudges himself. Then the third one is that he should give and that others should give is a saintly person. And then the fourth one is that he should not give and that others should not give is wicked. So Rabbi Tversky, Abraham Tversky, in his book, The Visions of Our Fathers, has a, always a very good interpretation of these Mishnas. And he says that um, there's an obvious question that is, it, it's arise, it arises itself in this in this Mishnah, which refers to four types of donors. But the question is, in, in between these four types of donors, there's two of them that it says that don't give. There's one that the don't give, doesn't want to give and, um, and wants other people to give, and then there's one that doesn't want to give and doesn't want other people to give. So what is, why does the Mishnah call them uh, donors if there's two of them that it says that they're not giving? So the Rabbi Moshe Aleshkar gives a, a good explanation about this. And he says that actually all four categories are donors. This is people who are donors. They're, they're, they give sedaka. It's not that they don't give. But what, where they're lacking is in the attitude or the way in which they give their sedaka. So he says that the first type, the first donor, is one who prefers that no one else should give. This is a person that is very selfish. Is a person that doesn't want anybody else to earn points with Hashem. He wants to have it all for himself. And, uh, and this is why he discourages other people to give. And he's a big donor in the shul, the one that covers for everything. And, um, and at the end, then there's nothing else to give. So this is not a good attitude towards uh, giving because yes, you give whatever you can give. It's very laudable, but also you have to allow other people to give too. So this, this um, then there we have the second one, which says one, uh, there's one that, that, that others should give, but that he should not give and he begrudges himself. So this type may also refer to a person who donates, but his donation may cause others to, to withhold. So this is a person that does give, but the way in which he gives, he doesn't let other people give. So I remember when I came to live to America more than 20 years ago, young girl, I enrolled as a volunteer in, a, in an organization called the WITSO, which is Women's International Zionist Organization. I used to work for WITSO in Colombia, and uh, my mother used to be a WITSO woman, so the normal thing to do was once I came to Florida, I became part of the WITSO family in Florida. And I learned a lot about Sedaka from, by working with them, and I remember when they do their, their gala, their gala event, which is coming up next week, and they do any, any fundraising, usually they, they, the biggest donor gives the pledge and it starts from there and they do it, 
uh, they say it out loud and I was very like this is strange like they taught me that when you give sadaka you do it quietly you do it with no fanfara you know you want to be modest about it you don't want everybody knowing what you're giving you don't want to uh, do it loudly and um, and I asked like why do you do this this is so strange like it's weird to hear this person give this this person gave that and they one of the persons there they she taught me that she learned from Sammy Roars from Mr. Sammy Roar may he may he um, may his memory be of blessing that she learned from him that yes when you're giving tzedakah on a personal level to a person you do it quietly you don't want them to know you're giving maybe it's better for you not to know who you're giving to it's a higher level of tzedakah but when you're giving in a, in a dinner when you're giving in a big fundraising it is appropriate to announce the donations of the people and announce the big donations in a big way because this encourages other people to also give so if they see that Mr. A comes and he gives a check of $100,000 his friend that is sitting next to him and he's also a wealthy person and he also can give a big amount of money he's gonna be encouraged to give more and if, if, if a person it can't give a hundred thousand but he can give a thousand dollars he's gonna say you know if this wealthy person is giving that and I can give a thousand dollars then he's gonna be encouraged to give the thousand dollars and it's that something that it just propels and it encourages people to give and give and give everybody gives to to their to their uh, to their uh, capacity but then this person that it says that others should give but that he should not give what it's talking about is the attitude is that if Mr. A could have given $100,000 and he decides to give $1,000, then it lowers the, the precedent for everybody else. So his friend that's sitting next to him, he says, okay, I'll give, I'll give 500. And then another person will say, I'll give you, I'll give 100. And then another will say, okay, I give $5. You know, it lowers the standards of what people could have given. And this is what this Mishnah is, um, is saying and then we have that that he should give and that others should give is saintly this is a person that encourages other people to give he gives he wants everybody to give we know this is the the biggest way of giving and um and we see that that the one <clears throat> That the, that the others, let's go back to that the others should give, but that he should not give. I forgot to say this and it's important. It reminds me of the story of the building of the Mishkan in which Hashem asked the people to give whatever their heart was willing to give. And what happened was that the prince, the princes, the 12 princes, of the, each tribe that were the wealthiest people of the, of the people of Israel, they decided to hold back and let everybody give first. They said, let's let everybody give and we'll see what is missing, we'll give it at the end. For sure, it's gonna be a lot of things. What happened was the people were wealthy, they came out with a lot of wealth from Egypt and they were willing to give. They were so happy to build that Mishkan that everybody gave exceedingly. So when the time came to see what was missing, in reality, the only thing that was missing was the gemstones of the breastplate of the Kohen Gadol. And this was the only thing that these princes 
the 12 prints could give one gemstone each for this for this breastplate when they could have given much more so then we see the fourth category which is the saddest one which says that uh, that he should not give and that others should not give too this is a wicked person and we see that this one it, it, the attitude is when a person gives grudgingly, when a person doesn't give uh, with a full heart, when a person gives like, oh, I have to give, I have to do it. So the recipient or project, he feels that what he's giving to is under, underserving. So this disparaging attitude discourages others from donating. So giving tzedakah should not be considered an obligation. We should not see it like we're obliged to give tzedakah. Obviously, it's a commandment of the Torah and we are obliged to give tzedakah. We have to give at least 10% and maximum, I think it's 25% of our earnings according to our capacity. But what we have to see is that we should not look at it like an obligation we should see it like a privilege Hashem is giving us a privilege this is a privilege and uh, as we see in this Mishnah it's, it's not only the act of giving that it's important but it's the attitude with which we give it's so important that we give with an open hand with a smile in our face with a kind word that we give lovingly that we feel blessed with our blessings and we want to share them with others and this is the way in which we should give tzedakah so there's um, a story and really this is a very high level tzedakah but we should all learn from the tzaddikim we should try to emulate their ways and it says of, uh, of the tzaddik of sons that he was renowned for the way in which he gave tzedakah and oftenly he would pawn his kiddush cup to get money to give to the needy he would even give away his stuff to be able to to put money up and give to people who need it so shortly before sunset on the eve of Sukkot he sent a messenger to a wealthy citizen in the community to borrow a large sum of money he want, he needed money and the man <clears throat> provided the request fund but wonder he gave him the money but he was wondering he was what could the rabbi be doing with this money right now who is he gonna give money right before Sukkot like nobody can spend money right now there's nothing open there's no stores open like why would he need this money now so all, uh, so he said he was curious he followed the messenger who delivered the money to a person for whom he knew that Sadiq had already provided money with. So this money was for, an, for that person that he had already given money to uh, for the essentials of the festival. And he asked the Sadiq why he gave him additional money. Why do you give him extra if he's already covered for the holiday? So the Sadiq explained, look how what a high thinking person that the Torah states that one should celebrate the festival with food and drink and that one should rejoice true he has enough money for food and drink for the festival but he cannot rejoice because he's gonna be so worried that he has to pay all these debts after the the festival that he's not gonna be able to rejoice in the festival thinking about the debts that he has to pay what he owes after the festival so therefore i gave him money so close to sundown he gave it to him right before the holiday so he would not spend it he would put it away 
and the moment that the festival ended he would have the money uh, available for him to go and pay his debts and in this way this man could enjoy the festival and he could rejoice in it and he could have uh, on it pleasure from it and he would not be worried with providing uh, how he was going to provide the money after the festival to go and buy, pay what he owed uh, so the anecdote indicates the importance of the thoughtfulness and consideration that should go into the mitzvah of tzedakah remember my friends this is a this is a privilege money is round what goes around comes around it's not something that we have to keep for ourselves and put it in the drawer and lock it down for eternity and, uh, and count every dollar we have and we ho we hold it thinking about our grand grand great grandchildren's education no money is something that has to flow it comes in it goes out if you're you're so attached to it, it, it the, the flow is not there the more you give the more you get so remember, live a little higher. Thank you.